everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 582. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. And I am Mako-chan. Ari is off tonight. Uh, he's actually doing the afternoon shift at work, and, well, it happens. And, you know, so he'll be here next week, though, to talk to us about our when we do our first convention review of the year, Zenkai Con. Granted, other anime and podcasts have probably done MAGFest and Katsu and probably a few others out on the Midwest, West Coast. But for us... Zenkai Con will always be the first, the year one convention that kicks it off for us, followed by a bunch of others. So, you know. Anywho, how are you doing tonight? I am tired. I I, I, I believe it. I, I, I certainly do. I'm... I don't want to say I'm tired, but I'm just like... I think earlier I was just fighting sleep, just trying to get through work or whatever, and I'm just like, eh, I'll make it one way or another. Something like that. Oh, man. Oh. Anywho. Uh, let me pull up our docket for today so we can do the rundown, even though I've done this for like five years straight and I still don't have it memorized. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of March 21st, 2023, right here on Twitch TV. We're always here live uh, Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern, give or take. you always find us at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, and we're part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. And they're also on Twitch. You can find them at Twitch TV slash vognetwork. They kick things off on Sundays at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Sounds Radio at 9. And don't forget to come hang out in our Discord, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every live show that's part of Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time, you know? And, yeah. So, before we get into things. So, uh, Michael, you know what I discovered? What? There's going to be another anime convention in New Jersey. Oh? Yes, it's called Anime New Jersey. The fuck? Yeah, it's called an yeah, AnimeNJ.com, Anime New Jersey. And okay, the con chair is the former uh, con chair of Anime Next. Ah, uh, yes, that convention. Okay. Well, you've heard about this? Yeah. Um, not that I have heard you know a lot about it yeah but i i didn't realize that's what it was called was anime nj yeah but i i yeah. have heard of this new one popping up yeah i discovered it like a couple of weeks ago on the old school anime convention forum like a couple of people that had issues with anime next and and i saw the info about it and i'm just like i uh, i no absolutely not i i i i have I won't attend this convention because, number one, it's December 15th to the 17th, and that will probably be what I'm flying to, to to Japan, so that ain't happening. Number two, 
you can't get there by mass transit, really. And number three, Marco, would you like to know where this convention is located? I'm I'm looking it up now. <laughs> yeah, what do you see? <laughs> yeah, that is barely a New Jersey convention. Especially when you're like what? 10 minutes from the border of New York? I'm just... I I would say not even. Yeah. I mean, I think they will get people, but not a lot of people. Especially in that location. And I do understand that there are conventions where they're they're kind of out of the way. And I get that. But 99% of these conventions, you can hit like a central spot, like an airport, a bus station, or a train station, and then take a cab from there. I kind of feel bad for those of you who go to Colossal Con and they have to fly in. It's like 80 bucks for a cab from the from the airport to the um to the Kalahari, but you know. Uh, I, I wish him the best on his endeavor. I, I just have no desire of going. So, you know, enough about that. Let's get into uh tonight's stuff. Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not bad. I I'm legit looking at directions mm -hmm. from New York City. Yeah to this convention center yeah. or the hotel. Yeah. And the shortest amount of time from New York City is a Wednesday at about 1.50 a.m. And it'll only take you about five and a half hours. Wait, wait, stop. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got to take a train and then a bus and then another bus and then a coach and then you have to walk. But that's at 1.50 a.m. If you're going sometime with actual, you know, mm. a, a time that would be normal, you're looking at even more. I mean... This, this one here is for almost 10 hours. For... At that point, he was better off just putting the, putting the convention down at the... um. What is the convention center that's deep down in Jersey? Not... The one is uh, Wildwood. Yep, Wildwood. Yeah, you better go to Wildwood at that point. At least you'll be there in four hours by mass transit. Man, anywho, I, 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 I got, I got nothing. I absolutely got nothing on that one. All right, Marco. As you were saying, how was your week? How was your day? Okay. Actually, you can get a bus and then a, a train and then a coach, and it'll only be two hours. <sighs> but yes, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I basically, I have been uh, just slowly getting things ready for the convention this weekend. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I I mean, that's, that's, that's really it. (laughs) No, I, 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 I totally get that. Um, me the same way I've been like pulling my cosplays together, making like a couple of purchases, make sure I have everything. Um, I have just about everything I need ready to go. All I gotta do is pull a pair, pull a pair of slacks for my Lloyd cosplay and that's it, you know? And here's one for you. I go to the, um, to the laundromat. Now I do laundry every two weeks. Now, the only time I will do laundry right like every week if that off week I have a convention. I mean, granted, I'll still have clean clothes when I get back, but I just don't want to get caught out there. So, you know. And I kept saying for the last few days, I got stuff to take down to the dry cleaners. So, come to find out, I kept I kept forgetting and... The thing is, they wouldn't be able to get my clothes to me till the earliest would be Wednesday, but I'm already on the road. So, luckily, there is a dry cleaners right by my job, actually, when I get off the subway. So, I go there to dry clean my Venus jersey, my collared shirt, and my suit jacket, same day cleaning, $35. Not yeah, bad. yeah. The thing is, I was I was hemming and hawing back and forth, but at the same time, it's like dropping thirty five to get this done was not going to break me. Granted, if I had remembered in time, it probably would have ran me like twenty bucks right down here. But yeah, we live and learn. I don't think I'm going. Let's see. There's like three other conventions I'm att- we're going, and I'm probably not going to cosplay again until September. So I'm good, you know. So you know, hey. Let's see. Outside of that, it's it's been what it is. I I still have yet to finish building my friend's uh, DDR uh, PC. I mean, for the most part, it's done. I just actually have to screw in the fans and load Windows on it, and that's it. And now I gotta see, figure out how to get it to his house. I, we have a mutual friend who drives, but she works up in Queens, so I gotta see if she'll come down on a day off and just pick it up or something like that. And we'll figure something out one way or the other. But, you know, there's that. Um, Let's see. You can't see behind me because of my, of my fat ass sitting here, but there's, like, stacks of DVDs behind me because I was digging through my, um, my shelves to find a, a particular DVD for an autograph. So I found it. So, you know, that's going to be packed. So I'm hoping to get all of that together. So there's it. And that's that. So this will probably be a bit of a short show. And by a short show, we'll probably finish five to ten minutes early, give or take. So, you know, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? We're going to get into some uh, housekeeping notes here. Um, and don't forget, um, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, click on podcast VODs, I mean playlists, then podcast VODs, and you will find the episodes there. Episodes do go up Thursday, are available Thursday at 12 noon. And as I've said before, um, brand new, uh, our convention season kicks off this weekend at Zenkai Con uh, 20, uh, 2023. There we go. 
trying to get the uh, sidebar to go up like it's supposed to. So, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, come out to ZenKaiCon. Lancaster County uh, Convention Center, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's a brisk three-hour ride on the Amtrak. And it's right there in downtown Lancaster. Come through. It'll be fun. Uh, the hotels are sold out, but still come through. Have fun. You know, we'll be there. Say hi. It'll be all good stuff. We're we quite happy to check it out. And we will be discussing the convention on next Tuesday's show. So definitely stick around for that. Let's see what else do we have here. Ah, um, the Geek Roundtable. This is a part of the show that y'all definitely enjoy. This we talk more about the geekier aspects of our lives and what we're going on. You know, stuff that we don't do during our weekend day. So I see Mako Chan's back on her bullshit. Shut up. I'm not obsessed. I swear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I am back on my bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I figure since I uh, was not cosplaying this uh, convention, I would, you know, get a couple of accessories. So um, I got some new septum rings for myself and then i picked up a new little bag for myself um it's uh big enough that i can have my electronics in it and you know walk around the convention um and it shows off my fandom so yeah it is a supernatural you know little shoulder bag and uh i decided to put pins on it so yeah I'm surprised you didn't go out and get yourself an eat a bag. I have one. Oh God. It, it's I, I've shown it off before. I it's don't remember, cool. but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's the Impala, and both sides of it have the clear plastic. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So I talked about this a few weeks ago. Um. That I had ordered um, some My Hero Academia figurines from um, Otaku Mode. And it got lost in the mail. According to the post office, they delivered it. I didn't see it. When they delivered it, I was walking back from the post office, so it sure as hell wasn't there. So, Anywho, long story short, they wouldn't reimburse me. Otaku Mode did reimburse me for it and gave me a full refund on everything, which was great. So, I decided to, you know, let me check Amazon for it. Because sometimes, if you're lucky, if an item comes up for pre-order on one of the uh, Japan shipping sites, you'll pay like 20 bucks for the item and then another $20 for shipping. Now, if you're lucky, sometimes you'll find that same item on Amazon for like maybe 25 or 30 bucks with free shipping or even... That price at $20. So I decided to put these two, the, the, the My Hero Academia figure. I figured, you know, let me do a search. I'll put it on here and see what happens. I get a notification from Honey that it's on sale. So I grab that and I grab the other one. And they show up the next couple of days. That day it rained. But thankfully the packaging on the, in, the, the figures itself, well, one of the figures was fine. 
The other one was literally cut across the top, like the box, as if they use like a box cutter to cut it open and pack it. Sent it back, got the proper one, and we're golden. So I ended up getting, uh, here we go, my Hero Academia figurines of Izuku Midoriya, better known as Deku, and Katsuki Bakugo. And I'm just going to call him God Dynamite, because that's the only part of his name that I remember. Now, what's interesting about these, I didn't realize it, but these are the American uh, releases of the figures, not the Japanese ones. How do I know this? Simple. There is a giant Funimation logo right there on the bottom. <laughs> and I didn't realize that. And then underneath it, the... Um, the warning is in is in complete English. Now, sometimes when you order stuff from like Otaku Mode or Ami Ami or whoever, it'll be completely Japanese. Sometimes, sometimes you might find a um, you might find like a sticker over it with the warning or something like that, but it's still in Japanese. Like I looked at a lot of my stuff, you know, and I see that. It even says here, you know. Manufacturer Bondi America Incorporated. <laughs> um, again, these will stay in the box until I figure out what I'm going to do and where I'm going to put them. And I'm looking at my wish list of figurines. It's coming to be a little bit smaller and smaller. So hopefully one day I just look one. It'll get to a point where I'll buy like maybe less than five figurines a year or something like that. But I did decide, like, in two weeks when I have a Friday off from work because the office is closed, I will go back here, pull all this out, organize everything, and throw out stuff that I can throw out. Which means, Mako-chan, you're going to get some Christmas stuff coming your way. Okay. Yeah, I have, a, I have, I have like, three boxes full of ornaments, lights, and tinsel. Okay. I... I have a mini LED tree that I will put up here. I'm okay with that. And I'll flip the colors of the RGB on my computer to Christmas colors. So, you know. <laughs> and also, as you know, every basically every week, I will have an ocean bomb, a Sailor Moon ocean bomb uh, sparkling water. I didn't want to open this one because they're kind of hard to find. I mean, I know where to go to get it. But I have to go out of my way to find it. So this one I have this week is Sailor Neptune. I mean, Uranus. Can't say that too loudly else I'll get hung for it. <laughs> and this flavor is pineapple. Uh, I know I can go to Sunrise Mart and pick these up. But there's an Asian supermarket by me that has these for 30 cents cheaper. And I'm like, I kind of want to save the 30 cents, you know. So let's give these, let's give this a taste. Alright. Hmm. Alright, this one's really good. Mako, remember the pineapple Mountain Dew? Yeah. And how it had no after no after tart aftertaste? Somewhat. This. This one. And I've always said that a lot like the formula for these 
The aftertaste is kind of generic, like a plain flavor. This one, the plain flavor is a little bit more faint, but it still works. Whatever it is, I tell you this right now. This this is a, a high calorie sparkling water, ninety calories. I think the other ones are usually like a hundred ten or hundred fifteen. Mm. And I believe next week I will probably try the Neptune one. If not, I'll save that for the following week because it's probably gonna be about five of us on the stream talking about a convention. <laughs> all right, so. All right, given the order of things, I think I'll kick off tonight's topics. Uh, let's take a look here. Let me open this up. First thing we're going to talk about, if I can get this thing to open properly, is that there's going to be a 24-hour any song stream. Now, if I can now the page will actually load. There we go. Thank you, Crunchyroll. All right. And some some of you might not know this, but I absolutely love my anime music and my Annie songs. I think like more than eighty to ninety percent of the music that's on my on my phone is just Annie song stuff. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Yep. If it ain't that, it's band made or some other eighties uh, or nineties uh, a J pop rock group. So. Since last June, they were the company was test doing test streams of their of this app for twenty four seven any song music. It's called Any Leap. It's a live stream project that distributes anime songs worldwide, and it officially launched as of yesterday. Any Leap is a project that aims to create a community where people from all over the world. And from all generations can easily enjoy anime songs. The channel offers various songs performed by singers and voice actors who belong to King Records, such as Nana Mizuki, Yuri Hori, Masami Okui, Angela, Megumi Haishibaro, Mamoru Miyano, Sumire Uisaka, and many, many more. So basically, you know how you have like a Comcast and NBC Universal Comcast has Peacock. Paramount, CBS has Paramount Plus, this and that, and it's like all of their programming plus a little bit extra. That's basically this. Uh, King um, Records basically got all their any song artists to get all their works and put it on a stream, which is pretty cool. Now there is the it the ant the the um the fan the art behind it is really nice. It has like a really nice eighties late 80s, early 90s vibe to it. Because the animation art project, uh, Nasa Looks, its original anime featured in the channel, oddly enough, takes place in the year 2222, a time when space travel is available to everyone. It features a young girl named Leap Chan on a space trip, spending her time inside a spaceship while listening to anime songs. The project's special uh, commercial is narrated by the, by the character voiced by Sumei Urisaka. And that's kind of cool. And I believe you can listen live at YouTube.com or you go to YouTube.be slash 4FBW3MDKSCOS. They have got to come up with a better way to do this. But, you know, just call it. Just look for any leap. And that's pretty much what it is. And they have a playlist. And Sinful Gear is there, too. So that's kind of cool. 
So for those of you who are watching the stream tonight, I'm going to show you a picture of their of the mascot Leapchon, which I think is pretty cute. Take a look at that. Hmm. Really awesome, like eight late night late eighties, early nineties vibe to it. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, retro vibe, mm -hmm. which I'm really liking. Yep, definitely. We may have to try this out on on the road, but we'll just see how it goes. I just hope there's not too many commercials, though. <laughs> we'll see. Yep, yep. And I see it. Abiri says in our, in our chat at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Very retro. Yes, very retro indeed. All right, Mako. What's going on with cells at work? Yeah, so Warner Brothers Japan announced that a live-action film adaptation of the manga series Cells at Work has been greenlit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's going to be directed by Hidaki Takayuchi, and the screenplay writer is Yuchi uh, Tokugawa, uh, Tokunaga, uh, who worked mm -hmm. on the commercially successful live-action film adaptation of Fly Me to the uh, Saitama, or Saitama in 2019. Um, so they have already worked together. Um, it has been successful collaborations before that. So we will see what these two will bring together. Um a message from the director, I still vividly remember how surprised and excited I was when I heard about the live-action adaptation of the Cells at Work manga. What is going on inside our bodies that we cannot see every day, I would like to present the daily life of these cells on a grand scale, grand scale full of laughter and learning. Since I decided to direct this film, I have become more, well, more aware of the cells in my own body in my daily life. We will do our best to create this film together with our many hardworking colleagues. Please look forward to it. Hmm. And I know that this really, you know, became popular at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, because that's when it finally went on, I believe. Was it? Hulu or Netflix, it finally dropped a stream. It, it, it's on, uh, Cells at Work is on Netflix and Funimation, ergo Crunchyroll. Yeah, so I know that I actually sat and watched the anime mm -hmm. right at the beginning of the pandemic. So. Yeah. And what's cool is they actually got the voice actors together to sing the opening theme, so... Yeah, the series is really cute. Um, so I'm I'm actually looking forward to it. It, it is a really cute series um, with everything that goes on with it. I mean, you are talking about the cells in your body, so it's not mm -hmm. all happy-go-lucky kind of crap. Um, but it, it it's, it, it's you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. I will say this, you know, I watched Cells at Work. It's, 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 it's wholesome. But don't watch Code Black. Unless, if you have recently lost somebody, 
or dealing with your own really bad, do not watch Code Black. Do not. Oh, speaking of, I forgot to mention this story, uh, Geek Roundtable. I'm basically caught up with all of my fall, winter 2022 animes. So now I'm going back to watch Jujutsu Kaisen because I never finished it. I, I have anime ADD, so once I am done with um, Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm going to jump on to watching um, Tokyo Revengers, the Christmas arc. So, you know, anyhow. Okay, now we're going to talk about the legend herself, Rumiko Takahashi. It seems that she did a one-shot. This year's 7th issue of Shogun Coogan's Big Comic Original Magazine announced on Monday that Rumiko Takahashi, the creator of Inuyasha, Ranma One Half, Urusei Yatsura, One Pound Gospel, Rumik World, is drawing a new one-shot manga called Kane no Chikara, which is, translates to The Power of Money. As part of our Rumik Theater, or as they call it, Takahashi Rumiko Gekijo series, in the magazine's next issue on April 5th. This manga will have 32 pages and a color opening page. Takashi Rumiko Gekijo is an irregular series of shorts that run in big comic original and has inspired an anthology anime series and a live action series. Oh, I knew about the animated Rumik Theater, but not a live action. That's kind of cool. Viz has published some of the shorts in North America in the 90s under the title Rumik Theater. The series' previous one-shot manga, Mukashi no Ona, The Woman from the Past, launched in Big Comic Original in April 2021. Since making her debut in 1978, uh, Rumiko Takahashi has created such mangas as Hirosei Yatsura, Maisuni Koku, Mermaid Saga, Rumik Theater, Ranma One Half, One Pound Gospel, and the ever-popular Inuyasha. In her career of over four decades, many of her works have become internationally popular and inspired anime and live-action adaptations. She has launched a new manga called Mao back in May of 2019, which reminds me, I've got to sit down and watch Rene. I'm just really curious about that one. Takahashi's Urusa Yatsura manga is inspiring a new anime that premiered in the Noitama programming block on Fuji TV, which is Urusa Yatsura back in October of 2022. High Dive is streaming the series, and they just recently announced the English dub. And I'm really hoping that Urusa Yatsura gets the ratings, because I want a reboot of Ranma One Half, damn it. I want them to an <laughs> I want them to animate the entire series. There is no need for fillers. Just run the gamut, please. All I'm asking for. I I think they would find that certain series like Ranma, if they were to do something like that, um, would find a new resurgence of fans, mm -hmm. uh, just like all of the other ones. Um, at the same time, I don't know if there are too many series that are getting this, you know, this new redub, um, you know, the new art and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's going to become, I guess, too much for people. Maybe. But at least, you know, they'll the series will be finished. Now, 
uh, one of my friends, uh, Steve, we, we, we had like this nice talk about Urusei Yatsura. He was really worried about, you know, if Urusei Yatsura was a product of its time. Because as we all know, if you've watched the anime and the original anime and read the manga, Ataru is one hell of a lech. He was worried, like, he w they would tone him down. And they didn't. But some people, you gotta understand, anime is for Japan first, everybody else second. So if there's an anime that that's out that you don't like and you're offended by, they're, they're not going to care because you're not really the target audience. And, and they're gonna be like, well, if you don't like it, there's other titles you can watch. And I do like the fact that they kept the time placement of the series, like in the late 70s, early 80s. You see them running around. With, you see like the original rotary phones, the old school uniforms and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. I'm hoping if there is a reboot of Ranma, there'll be a, maybe a modern take. I wouldn't mind seeing like in the living room when, oh, oh no, in the room where they're all having breakfast instead of a, old-fashioned CRT TV. There's a small HD TV just sitting there. Like what they did with Sailor Moon. Yes. They brought, you know, the 90s anime into the 2000s. Except the fact that they still gave Usagi a floppy disk. But what's yeah, well, she still can't figure out how to work a computer. It's all right. Yeah, because they still use floppy disks in Japan, so that's okay. It would have been funny if it was a flash drive. <laughs> mm. All right, Marco, what's up with Pokemon? Uh, yeah, so this I doubt is a surprise to anybody. Mm -hmm. But um, the April issue of Korokoro Comic Magazine published uh, this past Wednesday a nine-page preview manga of the adaptation of the new anime in the Pokemon franchise. Mm. Uh, what that means is that there is a manga that will be published based off of the new series. Mm. Um, the new anime is premiering on April 14th and will have a one hour first episode special. Oh, that's nice. And then we'll show on Fridays at 6.55 p.m. Uh, and as we've said before, um, it is going to be following a completely new set of protagonists. Um, it is going to deal strictly with the new series um, from the game. Uh, it is, I'm assuming, not going to be crossing over to any of the other regions, uh, just based off of the game itself. Um, I am looking forward to it um but at the same time i i am disappointed because i i did really enjoy the um original anime series mm -hmm. um i do like that they are going with uh it because in the game itself you have two options um you can go on research quests and you can go and fight the gyms so it does look like one of the protagonists will be going after the gyms and the other one will be going after, you know, all the research and everything that has to be done. So it is 
going to be fully bringing in both of those aspects from what I understand. Um, so I will, I, I, I'm, as I said, I'm looking forward to it, but it's bittersweet. But you get weed cat though. I do get weed cat <laughs> and weed cat is so freaking cute. I'm surprised you haven't tracked down a weed cat plush. I, I, I'm actually looking to see if maybe I will find one at the convention this weekend before I really go searching for one. You know, you know, really be funny. The, mm. the new Pokemon anime comes out. I, I'm not saying the ratings will tank, but the ratings will drop and they're like, we weren't expecting this. And they realize that the fandom is not happy with this. The new anime ends after one season and they bring back the old Pokemon anime and they retcon a uh, Ash's win. No, see, I I don't think they would retcon. I know. I'm just saying if they did that. I, I, yeah. I mean, it is a possibility, mm -hmm. but at the same time, um, just like with Power Rangers, the story continues with new people um, and it just it goes on. They do reference the old characters, the old actors and actresses. But it's always new characters. So I, I can see them doing that now just so mm -hmm. it doesn't land on one specific protagonist here on out. Gotcha. Okay. It was just a thought. I, I, I do hope that given the popularity of everything and the fact that, you know, both of the current protagonists... Mm -hmm. Um, travel that there will be cameos at least um, maybe not you know every episode but just like this past series you know we got cameos of all the old uh, companions and stuff mm -hmm. like that it would be nice to see you know Ash and Go pop up every once in a while um, I, I my big thing is uh, just that there's going to be no Team Rocket. That's upsetting. They're going to have to bring in Team Rocket. They're going to yeah, I, I don't think they will. So, so you mean this anime is going to be extra wholesome now? Well, no, because there is an antagonist for the new games, so that's going to be the antagonist in the series. Mm. So in the new games, Team Rocket doesn't appear at all? Team Rocket doesn't appear in most of the games. Oh, I know a couple of them they did. Yeah, a couple of the early, early games. Uh, see, you have to understand, I've played two Pokemon games in my life. The original, Red or Blue, which I have lost... And I have a copy of X, and far, and I think they were in it, and that was it. You've played these a lot more than I have, so I believe you. Yeah, no, they Team Rocket was in the first couple of games, and mm. then it was in the anime, mm. and they kept bringing up Team Rocket. Well, they're blasting off again, I suppose, with bad feeling. 
And now we get into basically our final story of the night. Is that fine? Yep. No, no. Our next to last final story of the night. Not something I was expecting, but I'm not surprised by it either because nothing surprises or shocks me anymore. Anime and game music composer Hirikazu Tanaka admits to obscenity charges in court. At a Tokyo District Court on Wednesday, 35-year-old game and anime composer Hirikazu Tanaka admitted to using obscene language to a 15-year-old girl in an attempt to commit acts of obscenity towards her. He allegedly said, I'll give you money so you won't do it, to a teenage girl and forcibly took her hand at a train station's bicycle parking area in Tokyo's Meguro Ward last August. In court, Tanaka stated that he liked her face and presence, so he followed her from the train and they tried to commit an obscene act. According to the police, the girl reported the incident at a nearby police outpost. The cops then found footage of the station's security camera of a person following the girl. Tanaka also admitted to voyeurism at least dozens of times in the past 10 years. He has been indicted for taking voyeuristic photos of women's skirts at Ibisu Station and other train stations from September to October, I would assume of last year. And he's also exposed his lower body on a train station from Yurakucho Station. He added that he wanted to feel the thrill of wondering whether he could be caught and committed these actions to relieve anger and work stress. Okay. I understand the work stress. I understand the anger. But there are better constructive ways about it. Just saying. The police arrested him in Tokyo on October 24th on a charge of attempted forcible indecency, a Japanese legal term which includes sexual assault. Tanaka has composed numerous songs and soundtracks for anime and video games during his career. Most of it is spent at the music production company Monaka. During his 10 years at this company, Tanaka composed music and songs for anime such as Niruko, Aikatsu, Servant Service, The Idol Master Movie, Kagyaki no Mukugawa A, The Idol Master Cinderella Girls. Well, there you go. A Sword Auditoria. Is it wrong? Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? On the side, Itori Bauchi no Marumaku Seikats and Idoli Pride. He left Monaka at the end of July 2021, and the fact that half of these titles are idle animes or video games. Yeah. He is perhaps best known for composing the opening song Star for the Idol Master Cinderella's Girl anime as well as composing the soundtrack. He's also composed and arranged many of the songs in the larger Idol Master Cinderella Girls franchise. More recently, he is credited as a composer for the second and fourth versions of the opening song 123 for Pokemon Journeys the series. And he also composed the opening song Ichigo Ichi Celebration for the second season of Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, which is really good. He composed the ending song for the Icots anime Calendar Girl. The release of the opening theme song to Ichigo Ichi Celebration, which translates to Once in a Lifetime Celebration for season two of Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, 
was canceled due to various reasons. Tanaka composed and arranged the theme song. The original song by Kano and Uzaki-chan as voiced by her voice actress Naomi Ozora and a version performed by VTuber MK Nick were scheduled to debut on November 30th. The Pokemon Journeys series anime opening for the theme song 123 has removed Tanaka's music arrangement credit in recent episodes. In addition, voice actress and performer Momo Asakura's live PSCA tour has removed her song Day and Night Dream, which is Shiroko Jinchumu, because Tanaka composed it for the concert set list. Wow. They're just wiping any and all knowledge of this guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to go checking in the forums because I can tell you this shit right now. If you go in the forums, there's going to be so many opposing views on it. Not opposing, but so many American views on this, it's not even funny. This goes back to the whole drama with uh, the creator of of Roroni Kenshin when he was convicted of having kitty porn. And for, don't forget, at the time, you could easily buy this stuff in Japan. No questions asked. Because at the time, it wasn't considered a serious offense. And he paid a fine. His stuff was suspended for a while. Now he's back. And there are people here in the States who are absolutely upset by it. And I get it. And I understand it. And I don't blame people for being angry about it. But you gotta remember how we look at certain crimes and stuff like here, here in the States, other countries look at it differently. At least now Japan is starting to understand why uh, pedophilia and kitty porn is a bad thing. Hopefully they'll keep continuing to learn. And now Marco leaves us with our last story of the night about Soul Eater. Happy 15th, Soul Eater. Yeah, so this April marks 15 years since the Soul Eater TV anime brought its soul resonance to screens, adapting the popular manga series. Mm -hmm. To celebrate the 15th anniversary of the Soul Eater TV anime, the Bone Store will be putting on a unique fair with new goods teased by character designer and chief animation director... Yoshiyuki Ito. I never finished Soul Eater. I should, though. So, while the details of this fair are scarce right now, uh, more details are to be revealed. The fair is set to start at 6 p.m. Japan time on April 7th, 15 years to the day since the premiere of the first episode of the series. Hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Soul Eater was a decent series. I do want to finish. I do need to re, like, might as well just start from scratch and watch it. One of my friends, uh, Julia, is really hoping for a new anime series. Um, it's it's definitely a, a potential, but I don't know if it's going to be a new series. No. As I, as I said, I I think there are a lot of new series that are out right now. And, you know, I've heard that they are looking into potentially, re, I guess, re- redoing 
um, foreign host club. Just because it got a different the anime ended differently from the manga. Well, the the manga went on for quite a while after the anime stopped. Mm. It's uh, kind of like you know a lot of the other series that are getting reboots, um, where the anime was only based off of you know one or two of the. Mm. Uh, of the manga chapter books and never finished. So that, that I think is going to be uh, accepted more in order to actually do a finished polished anime series, um, which is why there, you know, Ranma would be a, a potential because you would then get an ending, which you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, that's what is going to depend on, I think, Soul Eater. It's, it's, I really can't see them pulling another series to redo it. But you never know. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia, nostalgia sells. Exactly. And I mean, granted, um, you know... The, the, the trend of bringing back a uh, popular series to redo, you know, and I get that. But I really feel that it should be series that had major impacts and or the mangaka is kind of legendary, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Urusei Yatsura got a reboot. I thought, it, I, I watching the episodes, I like it. It's great. I think Ranma one half would be good as well. I think they can knock out all thirty six chapters in under two years if they just go from start to finish. Add a little character development here and there, but just don't stray off the beaten path with fillers. There's absolutely no need. I mean Got Sailor Moon, that is one. I think Tenchi Well, maybe. Granted they keep adding on to that. Saint Seiya is another good one, but they just keep, they keep rebooting and keep adding to that, you know. Yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I mean, you had the manga, you had the one-shot anime that came out in the late 90s, a couple of video games, and now they're they're doing the whole series. That's another good one, you know. Not for nothing. I I wish they would continue with the live action for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I have a feeling... Didn't get the, it didn't make the money or the ratings because it was really good. It was good enough that I don't even follow the series and I bought the damn movie. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what would be really good? I wouldn't mind a reboot of Akira instead of like a two hour feature film, like a 10 part OVA series or something like that. I guess I could say it. Yeah. That way you can get the full effect of everything from start to finish. That would be kind of cool. All right. So enough about that. We're going to get into the part of the show that y'all really enjoy more than anything else. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan, uh, I already know which article you're taking. What one? The top one. 
Yeah, I guess I'll take that one. See? Even if I put the others on there, you would have taken that one anyway. Not necessarily. No? Well, did you want the other one then? No, I didn't say that either. <laughs> God, you are like a cat. Indecisive I, as fuck. Not necessarily. Indecisive as fuck. Damn. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Let me get back over to it. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I think by now we have seen the huge ass giant 3D cat displays that are in Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're going to be able to have your own. So, uh, yeah, the Shinjuku East Exit Cat Accessories <laughs> were made in collaboration with Accessory Shop. Pelnert Pock, also located on the east side of Shinjuku Station, and include a brooch, a charm, and a tack pin. Uh, the brooch features the cat in its familiar 3D box. That's going to cost you about 30 bucks. Mm. Um, it does take up a bit of space, so it's great if you're looking to have a statement piece with your outfit. Um, the charm shows the cat standing up and is backed by stars, a fantasy-like element that Palnart Pock is known for, and that's going to cost you about... Uh... Mm -hmm. That's going to cost you about 12 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, it's 2200 yen. So maybe about 15 bucks. Um, the chain is not included, but size-wise it does uh, fit nicely as a charm um, for that. And then the tack pin is only going to be about 2000 yen. So you're looking at a little bit less than the uh, the charm, and that depicts the 3D cat peering from behind the cross Shinjuku building, otherwise known as its home. So it's a subtle way um, to have a uh, little flair for a business meeting. Mm. Um, so these can be purchased online or by visiting the giant 3D cat cafe where you can also enjoy a 3D cat coffee or a matcha latte. The shop now also has t-shirts, bracelets, and tumblers. So, yeah, I, I kind of want something. It's, it's cute. Something tells me when I go to Japan, I'm going to get a message from you all from Messenger. Don't forget my 3D cat cafe swag. <laughs> It is in Shinjuku. I have to put down on my list. Like, I want to visit Shin Shinjuku as well. Alright. So, let me check something. Yeah, I did. I did do that. For a split second, I thought I forgot to update the, um, the titles. Alright. So, we've all been there where we've bought things that will not open. And we end up breaking it just to find, you know, find, you know just to get it open. This is something I advise you not to do. Because Japan has a new capsule toy. It's a capsule toy 
that absolutely will not open. Part of what making part of what makes buying capsule toys in Japan so fun is the growing sense of anticipation. By the time you put in your coins, turn the crank, and wait for the capsule to drop in the tray, you probably can't wait to open up the orb as quickly as you can. And yet, the last step is exactly what Bondi wants to slow down with, with his new capsule toy series called Zetai ni Akunai Gashapon. Or, Gashapon capsules that absolutely won't open. Sounds like an anime title. If you're thinking that name sounds like a challenge, you're exactly right. The Gashapon capsules that absolutely won't open are puzzle toys. Despite the name, they actually can be disassembled, but only by moving the parts in both the correct directions and sequence, which is up to you to figure out. The complete lineup consists of six items split between two colors, white pearl and black metallic, and three difficulty levels. Difficulty level one is basically the spherical capsules with one line, I guess, to a twist to open up. The level two uh, Gashapon uh, puzzle toys have one, one, two, three, six parts, and it's like rot. I guess you have to rotate them way to disassemble them. And the level three ones, it's just like blocks that assemble it together like a spear that you have to uh, crack, crack open. Now, because of their spherical shape, the Gashapon capsules that absolutely won't open pop out of the machine wrapped in plastic, but without any exterior capsule of their own. Also, they don't appear to contain any sort of figure or knickknack inside. The satisfaction of solving the puzzle is your prize. The Gashapon capsules that absolutely won't open can be found in capsule machines across Japan now, priced at 300 yen, which is $2.25. Now, I'm going to show y'all what these look like real quick. All right. Like I said, if, like I said for a description in the uh, in the chat room, for those who are, are listening, like I said, it's a spherical ball, and it looks like it's two pieces that you kind of twist, you know, and it cracks right open. Uh, let's see. Let me grab the second one. The second one... The level two ones, it's like six different pieces. It's like like a spear. Kind of reminds me of the old Saban logo back in the day. And a bit of the AT&T logo, too. And the last one, the level three, It's just like a bunch of like pieces that are put together like a spherical shape. And now before we get up and out of here and, and wrap up the show, Ari has joined us and he's like, you move quick. Yeah. When there's less people on the show, we tend to go a little bit quicker. So, you know, it happens. And he says the next couple of days are going to drag on forever. Oh, I know it's going to drag on for me for tomorrow, at least. So, you know. Anywho, uh, did I hit the wrong button? Oh, good. I thought I did. All right, did. There you go. Let's wrap up the show. If it'll go up to the last one, and boom. There we go. Uh, 
Let me close this out. There we go. If you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we tell you like it is. So if you have any questions about the show tonight, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, anime tips and tricks, weekly podcast, anime reviews, links to our YouTube page for convention coverage, links to our Facebook page of cosplay convention coverage, editorials, uh, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, and a whole lot more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to enjoy the podcast while you're there. Just go to Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anything that you use for downloading podcasts, and just search Anime Jam Session. You'll find our episodes, so definitely check them out, and we really appreciate that. And what's cool is these apps allow you to leave a review, so if you can leave us a a five-star review, we greatly appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on our social media pages, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all Anime Jam Session. Follow us on those so you know when we're going live, when new episodes are up, new articles are up, when our photos are up and videos are up, and so much more. And to everyone that follows us on our socials, thank you so much. We couldn't do the show without you. Now, down below, if you're participating with us, is our tip jar. There's a link to our stream elements and Ko-Fi pages. If you just want to leave us a couple bucks, we greatly appreciate that. You can also throw bits. You can cheer us on with bits in the chat while we're live, or you can sub to the channel or pass around our um, our subscription, our gift subscriptions as well. We appreciate that. So now we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I am going to enjoy going to sleep tonight since I was up way too damn late yesterday. Mm. I am sorry, but you guys have had to deal with the boys in the background they're usually not this active when the light is on and I'm in here um, so yeah uh, that's weird <laughs> my last words is pack and move pack and move and get it all together and get some type of sleep so that is it end of list we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and a great review the whole squad will be here and then some so please join us so I'm Ranma. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We'll see you all next week.
Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!